everybody, it's your boy King Cam. Your boy Think About It DJ. And this is the Think About It Podcast, your podcast, favorite podcast. We got a very special guest today. Please introduce yourself. I go by Seth, no nothing less, just Seth. Word. And tell the people about yourself, man. What you got going on in your life, man? Tell the people about you. Uh, man, listen, I am a business marketing major, a senior as the illustrious South Carolina State University. I'm just out here grinding trying to get this paper, man. That's all I know. Not, not, not South Carolina State University, but shout out to the old school across the gate, man. Yeah, boy across the gate, man. <laughs> well, let's get into the episode, man. Y'all know how we start off the episode every week, man. We do a mental health check-in. So, DJ, man, tell us about your mental health, man. What's going on with you? Um, man, I ain't going to cap. I just, I just got um through having that damn um, that COVID motherfucker. So, you know, that's, that's that. I'm just, I'm just blessed and happy to be alive. You know, it wasn't as bad as everybody, you know, that been that has it or had had it. You know, but you know, I thugged out. What about you, sir? How your mental health, my brother? Man, we gonna put it like this: school is a hassle. I ain't, you know, what I'm saying, trying to do good, but hey, man, we gonna just fight through it. Man. Peace and positivity, you got to read your Bible, read your Quran. I don't know what y'all into, man, but just stay up, man. Me personally, man, my mental health straight, man. I'm living, vibing, cooling, ain't nothing too major, so y'all know how they go. But goddamn, man, y'all already know the other segment started episode. Who do you love? I'm gonna go first. My who do you love this week? Something that brought me happiness. Something that brought me joy. All right, Cal. Shout out to the Disney Plus show One Division. If you wrote, if you watched the recent episode, episode five, that shit was fire. You know, I'm a, I'm a nerdy nigga. I'm an in, in, no double in. We'll get that later in the show, but yeah, man, I'm a nerdy nigga, man. Shout out to One Division, man. I just nerded out. And right, Cal, I feel like I was ten years old again. What's your who do you love for the week, DJ? Uh, my who do you love? I'm gonna give it to uh, G Herbo. He bought his old elementary school in Chicago and changed it to a community center. So that's my who do you love? I feel like that was a major move in Black History Month. So my who do you love is G Herbo. Uh, so tell the people about who do you love? What brought you happiness over the last week? Brought you some joy to your life? Man, I'm about to go with the one, the man, the myth, legend, the kid, Cuddy. No matter how I'm feeling, we're going to listen to that man on the moon. It just made me happy every time. The recent one or the whole series? Oh, the old, like, man, like original man. Oh, yeah, the word, word, word. I follow Cuddy, man. The kid named Cuddy. Shout out to Cleveland, man. But it's like, here we love it. But let's get into the nitty, the gritty for the week, man. Y'all know we got a couple topics, man. First off, I know y'all already know who we're going to talk about to come through the episode with, man. The Gorilla Glue Girl. Hey, y'all. For those of y'all that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No. It's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, look, my hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 50, 
15 times and it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! My hair. So I'm going to tell y'all like this. If you ever, ever run out of got to be glue spray, don't ever, ever use this. Now she's trying to sue sh Gorilla Glue and she started a GoFundMe. People just funny her about her situation because they feel bad that she put Gorilla Glue in her hair. I really don't understand it. But I'm trying to get y'all fellas' viewpoint on it. How y'all feel about the Gorilla Glue girl? I don't feel bad for Shardy. Keep it real. I feel like anybody, anybody on this guy, Green Herb, no, Gorilla Glue is like one of the stickiest things ever. Like, you ever just put that shit in the middle of your finger and just squeeze and just hold that motherfucker and try to let that shit, that shit be tight as hell. And you could tell that she sprayed that shit like a lot in her hair. Like, that shit all over her head. So I don't feel bad for her, honestly. I don't feel, I don't feel no empathy. Cause just like, just like somebody said, uh, goddamn, if I buy an oven, it don't gotta tell me on the on the back of the um on the back of the oven that I shouldn't put my child in it for me not to put my motherfucking kid in the oven. That just some <laughs> that's just some just shit that you already knew. I don't feel bad for Shotty. What about you? Word. I think Shotty just slow. And like thing is, she got she getting a surgery done that costs twelve thousand dollars. That shit is for free. Because you made a mistake. Like, ain't nobody to blame but yourself. Because that's, that's the stupidest shit I ever had in my life. She should have put some Elmer glue or something else on her head. Why she pick Gorilla glue? She, she should have put no damn glue on her shit. But my thing my thing is this. <laughs> my thing is this. She, I thought she was like some young girl, some young chick. This girl, 40 years old. She 40? I thought she was young. She looked no, young. She is 40 years old. Putting down gorilla glue in her fucking head like she damn <laughs> ten years old. Ten years old. <laughs> but the thing is, like, how she you put gorilla glue in your head and now you done got what like six hundred K followers. She done got verified on Instagram for gorilla glue. And then uh, the clouts on there, man. Niggas, niggas been stuck their whole career together. I seen a nigga say that on Twitter today. Niggas said she stuck her whole career together. She did one dumb ass thing and got clout and got famous, got money off. Oh, and the she, oh, she got like some type of brand, some last extensions, some a big brand or something. Cause I'm running a check about their ass. Black Twitter is something different. Let's be. I think we should get a round of applause for Black really we gave her a check <laughs> and, 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 and honestly and honestly i don't think she's gonna win that case for trying to sue, uh, sue gorilla glue because if you look on the gorilla glue bottle that shit says water active and she said she washed her hair 15 times so if the thing water active and you washed your hair if anything you making the shit more stickier so she dumb as hell i don't feel bad for it she shouldn't get no money that's her fault it is what but it is. Man, I feel like I blame the TikTok culture for most of this shit happening, man. Cause these motherfuckers do anything for TikTok. Get a couple hundred thousand views, millions of views, go viral the internet for TikTok. Show they put some damn gorilla glue in the damn hair. Did she, I wonder, did she even read the damn bottle? Man, y'all ever seen the, the gorilla glue logo? That shit did that shit did look like <laughs> yeah. it. Hey, that man. shit look like it ain't folded. Oh, like, what hey. the 
Like you need a Gorilla Glue nigga look like he bitching 350. Oh, God. Like, this shit is oh, nothing to Why the fuck is people... Bro, it's some... Bro, I don't feel bad for it, bro. Hey, bro. In the side of... Like, what, what made you... First of all, where is the Gorilla Glue in your house to where you feel like it's okay to put that shit in your hair? She had a shit in the bathroom, had to, but she probably had a little, a little under the sink. Why the fuck is probably had to fix a faucet or some shit. Nah. And stick that shit back together. I don't feel bad. I didn't know they made that, though. I ain't made that. I ain't know they made the Gorilla Glue in the spray can. I didn't. I ain't, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Oh, God, this shit look dangerous. I know I ain't buying this shit no more. I feel like she should have made up a better lie. Like, she should have been like, man, I thought this was like a different type of glue. I ain't know what Gorilla Glue was. But you know exactly what it was. Exactly. And you still try it. Nah. And if you ever I'm, if you ever touch that gotta be glue, that stuff be sticky within itself, man. So you sitting here, man. She wanted to have her head like that. And it got the nerve to be sad. <laughs> nah, but this I think they're gonna have to cut show the hell, man. I don't know, this shit gonna grow but back. You gotta think how bro, she got it slicked down, so how is she gonna like cut her hair? You know what I'm saying? It's slicked down and then she sprayed it on there. Man, man, it's, really, it's, really, it's really just like plastered on her fucking head, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what the fuck she gonna be and like, man, she she fucked. <laughs> I don't know. Her, her, her roots, her scalp is done for. Yeah. But especially if that hit her scalp, I no matter what you put on her, everything you put on her gonna burn your scalp. So whatever she put on her scalp. She done for. She ain't gonna have no hair for the next three, four months. She might not have no hair at all. Shit might not grow back. She might be fucking around having to wear wigs all the damn time. And that's you know that shit rack up. Wigs be like what, 200, 300, 400? Man, shit. What cold it's a cold world. It's a it's a cold world. <laughs> hey, but shit, man. Shout out to the gorilla Google. I guess she didn't got a bag. Got some simple clout shit. Um uh, I Thank wish it had been recovery. Ain't even had to file for unemployment. Yeah, but you know, I feel like that money could have been with people who making real life decisions going through a real time. I feel like I should do that money to them. But it is what it is, man. I ain't a hater. I'm appreciative. But in a sense, though, like, what? The things that we get famous off of, man, like, that shit just low key be making me. I, I, like you said, I ain't no hater ass nigga, but man, you get famous for just doing stupid shit. Like, Come on now, like who who are they right mind? You get famous for doing anything. First we judge people for being mumble rappers and they famous and rich. Then you got people who do anything with clout and they get rich. What about like, the folks that really out here grinding? And but you know, I feel like you know back in the day, you know what they call it, the jackass culture. Man, people doing dumb shit. Them white boys doing all that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but, you know that's what right? social media, yo. But now, yeah, now the they, 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 so, yeah, now that shit open up to the world though. The whole jackass culture Twitter. You just gotta do some dumb shit. Yeah, you really gotta do some shit that nobody else gonna do. Like put damn gorilla glue in your motherfucking head. Man, I know next time I break up with a shoulder and I wanna get a baby. I'm just gonna glue us back together and get this spray. Spray this shit in the air and say, come here, baby. We stuck now. Cause once it's up there, yeah, it's stuck though. And when she whenever she get in your motherfucking nerves, then you gonna you gonna wish you can uh wash her <laughs> away. But that shit water <laughs> that shit water active. <laughs> anyway, it stuck with her for life. Man. That's it, though, man. Get your bag. Go blue face it. Go get a bag. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, but shit, though. She got that bag, so I guess salute to her. I know the black woman getting it during Black History Month.
But shit, though, let's get into our next topic, man. We all three of us from South Carolina. You know, we big fans of local rappers and the artists in the state, man. So we just let's speak on the state of South Carolina rap and how y'all feel the way it's at right now. Seth, I know you're passionate about this subject. Tell how you feel like the state of South Carolina rap is right now. I, feel like this. I would love you to think about this job because man, South Carolina rappers do not get the respect that they deserve whatsoever. Like, when you look at, when I look at rap music, especially if you try, like, you a, if you a street dude and you rapping about, you know what I'm saying, street shit, you know what I'm saying, and you rapping about, like, real life, what you have been through, stuff like that, out of South Carolina, you're not going to get the same respect. You won't get the respect from us. But as a mainstream artist or like, you know, just even pop, it's not going to happen. When you look at a lot of these rappers now who talk about it, you look at them like, all right, where they from? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the, the big rappers who talk about what they talk about are coming from the same places. And that's Atlanta, Baton Rouge, New York, California. Ain't many like you can't really break off as a – Gangster rapper. Now, let's not don't get me wrong. Like, you can be if you're a different type of rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you on your J Cole vibe, yeah, you might be able to pop. You ain't really, really just the. I see us progressing, but it's hard to make it up. Yeah, me personally, I feel like the state. South Carolina rap. I feel like we had a. I feel like we had a stagnant point right now, because either people ain't making music, either either people dying or motherfuckers just not supporting them to the fullest extent. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like the reason people from you know all these places like New York and Atlanta and California, the reason why these artists is getting so big is because the people from their city is supporting them. They going hard for them. They putting posters all over the city. They putting posters in different cities. They going to, they telling their homeboys and their friends and other states about it and promoting their music. I don't feel like South Carolina really going hard for their artists. You know what I'm saying? Now, and we damn sure not protecting our artists either because of the ones that's blowing up end up dying. So my thing is, I just, I feel like we, we at a point we back to square one, like when when speaker knockers pass, we we back to square one. We kind of just waiting on the next new person to drop some music and hopefully it's fire. And and like I was telling y'all, um, I think it was last week. You know, a lot of these people are aren't consistent either. You know, you they get a little bit of cash and it's like they 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 lose that fire on them. You know, like like for instance with you know me personally, I feel like I feel like PG Raw was at a point. Where where he was he was dropping music like consistently like he was on his young boy shit he like he was constantly dropping music, but then now it's like he kind of like I don't know if it's like he's setting up for something I don't know if he got a plan or anything right like that but as a, from the outside looking in it really just look like he he ain't got no motivation right now or he ain't got that drive like he used to me personally but he, yeah but me, he ain't speaking on the PG Ross situation I think we also taking account that PG Ross sign now. And it's not a we seeing hella artists get caught up with signing and not being able to drop as much music as they used to, you know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't say South Carolina rap is kind of stagnant, you know what I'm just saying? I thought it's kind of bubbling, but who gonna rise? Who, who the cream that gonna rise at the top? You know, we got artists like Count Up with Deck, got hella song, man. They popping out here in South Carolina, I mean, you know. And I feel like South Carolina is also one of the places the pandemic has hurt because, you know, even though clubs open, they ain't open, open like they was. Before okay. pandemic, you used to have a party every damn weekend. Artists selling out shows, driving through the whole Carolinas doing shows, you know what I'm saying? 
And once you know, well, now we ain't a lot of people ain't in the club as much as we was before pandemic. We ain't hearing like damn, because you know that's the one way the artists just move that music to the South Carolina. Cause like damn, oh who the fuck is this? First thing you gonna do put that Shazam out on it? Who the fuck is he? Oh, this count up with that count up with a K. This PG Raw, this DZ McDuffie. You know what I'm saying? From the upstate area, my area, we got double N, the money yard. We got hella people. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I feel like everybody bubbling right now. Who gonna be the cream to rise to the top? And even when it comes to Black Zach, because I feel like Black Zach, he technically is the biggest artist right out of South Carolina because his deal with Dev Jam and everything. But, you know, me personally, I fuck with Jack and I respect his hustle and everything, but I feel like there's a, a lot of hard niggas in South Carolina harder than Zach. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no disrespect to Zach. You know, he could rap and everything, but I feel like there's a lot of other hard artists out here doing their thing, too. I'm just ready to see them get the same time. But I also, I also feel like that's kind of – I feel like you saying that clubs, clubs not opening is the reason why people, you know – isn't making like I feel like me personally when when artists say that I feel like it's kind of an excuse because you can still make money without having clubs open. I know I know at the end of the day you know when clubs was open that's where a lot of people money was coming from. It was consistent money because like you said it used to be something that it's something to do every weekend in South Carolina. But my thing is like man you can still make money and at the end of the day build yourself up first. So when when clubs do open back up then it's like you can just get straight into it. You know what I'm saying? Because you sitting here waiting like, oh, I'm going to just wait on this music shit until clubs open up. And then and then when clubs open up, then you're not really getting that. People just kind of forgot about you, kind of threw you to the curb. Like, all right, whatever, you know, he he back. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't just say that, you know, if, if we look at um, hip-hop on just the biggest scale, though, you know, a lot of artists, especially niggas who sign and shit like that, independent artists, they're not making much money on streams. Screens don't pay shit, especially for a local artist. You'll probably get a ten dollar check, uh, probably a thousand streams and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying touring is a big part, but you know, like I do like your own theory, just keep dropping music till you go on, till that shit open back up though, because you know, exactly. I feel like the so the social media campaign got to be strong too, and I feel like a lot of artists out here, a lot of them take care of social media campaign. A lot of niggas just want to be sold. I'm a real nigga. I don't gotta be on social media. But me, you a dumb nigga because in that day, bro. Fuck your city, nigga. You could, you could, you could blow up anywhere, nigga. You have a whole ass song, whole ass song go out in Europe or some shit, nigga. Man, I mean, but like, you gotta look at it as a South Carolina. Like, when you look at South Carolina, right? Look at it as not just what what we have coming out, but what we also bring in. Like, if you know what I'm saying? Like, when you look at it, think about it. Like, Young Boy was in Florence, South Carolina, every other month. I swear, like. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, young boy, young boy in Florence. I don't know what Florence got, but Florence must be the hottest place for a rapper to come to. And money, the money like, was good, probably. Yeah, but, like, then you got to look at it in the sense of, all right, so if you're, if you're a rapper from South Carolina and you're trying to get put on, like, be, be smart about it. I, I get it. You, you, in a, you in the streets still? Take that same street mentality and put that toy what you do is your craft, like, Hit up, hit up rappers like, hey man, let me let me come open up for you in Florence, in Charleston, in Greenville, Columbia. Like, let me come open up a show. We got every rapper, every rapper before they blow, they come to South Carolina. Like, the baby was in, the baby was in Greenwood, and he was in he was in Spartanburg in the same night. Um, Fujiano was in. Greenville, like all these raps where they really it's not this not speaking of Fuji on the Greenville incident. <laughs> <laughs> well we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah. Like, you got but you got rappers like before they blow, or when they, you know, you know what I'm saying, they get that momentum and they growing. 
they come into this, they come to South Carolina. So if you're an artist and you're trying to progress in what you do, is your, this is at the end of the day when you rapping, you doing that for one reason to get money and get out the hood. You know what I'm saying? You trying to get out of that situation that you're in. So take that same street mentality, that same hustle motivation that you got, and put that towards your craft. You know what I'm saying? Hit up these artists and tell them like, hey man, listen, you ain't gotta pay me. I just want to do one song before you come out. Or you know what I'm saying? Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me, you know, do a little video with you just to, you know, kind of get that that momentum I need. Or you know, let me send you some music. All that, man. Like it's so easy. I respect rappers that will go outside and wait for artists and be like, yo, I mean, I'm just watching him my music. Even if they don't, even if the rapper don't listen to them, they still put that, uh, they put that fuel under them. That shows that you're motivated. Yeah. But I feel like South Carolina, man, we just, we, we got, like, we have the talent. We are one of those states that got the music ready. But we don't have that same motivation as other people in other states, like, come out of different states, you already got that, you know what I'm saying, you feel like you got it. Atlanta, Atlanta rappers, I sort of are the most confident rappers I've ever seen in my life. These niggas are driving the most trash songs I've ever heard in my life, but they gonna, they gonna try to sell it to you like it's just a, a young thug. So. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and that's one thing, and you, you're right, that's one thing about people from South Carolina, I feel like we overly confident. I feel like we put ourselves on a pedestal that we ain't even on yet. I mean, it's a good thing to be confident and to think your music is good, but at the same time, you also have to be humble and understand that, nigga, you can't just sit here and not drop music and expect to be gone for six months and then expect niggas to just let you in with open arms when you drop an, when you drop an album. Like, no, bro, you got to stay in people's face. You got to constantly be in people's face. Atlanta motherfuckers, they, they going to keep being in your face. They going to keep, you know, doing what they and it just, and not even Atlanta rapper. I, I can I can even say like the baby. Like the baby was doing shit like all the fucking time. He was just doing wild shit like fucking walking around in a fucking diaper, like shit like that, bro. Like you like your music don't even got to be good, but it's just the fact that this nigga is walking around promoting his album in a motherfucking diaper. Let me listen to what the fuck he's saying in his fucking music. <laughs> So why he's walking around in a fucking diaper, not even just the fact that his name is the baby or baby Jesus at the time, but it's just the fact that, like, bro, like, come on now. Yeah, but you know, that, that's also bringing the type of image of my rapping in South Carolina. All these rapping South Carolina street niggas, okay? What else? Like, what else your image, nigga? Like, a lot of these, like, other these rappers, they be having other image of them, them being the street nigga. They be having more personality, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, like, a lot of artists not showing off their personality. They had, you know what I'm saying? You can rap good and you a street nigga, but who ain't a street nigga and rap good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we also got to find a sound. I feel like South Carolina really don't got a sound. I feel like we do got a sound, though. I feel like nigga need to find that just sound. Like, or just have anybody that kind of... Like, count up. I feel like, I feel like count, count up, PG Raw. Um, you know, when when 18 Vino was live, like, all them people, they had, like, a sound to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, when 18 and, Vino... And, and that sound was more tailored to, like, the Jesse May type of beats. Yeah. The booms and fast tempo, the drums and shit, you know what I'm saying? I feel like more artists need to get on there, you know, but a lot of artists, man, they, they trying to sound like Boosie and 07, right? Exactly. I know, we know that. I know that's your inflow, but you know, you know, everybody have a sound, but you know, I also respect artists doing their own creative thing because shit, that shit might blow shit for them, but you know, but I also feel like, I feel like also South Carolina artists need to start collecting, collectively collaborating together more, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a lot of beef among South Carolina artists, real man. 
Yeah, we got to start protecting our artists, too, where we really got to start protecting our artists, bro, because ain't no motherfucking way people just eat. What's that, uh, what's that dude's name? 18, 18, um... Vino. Vino. And I ain't gonna count. That's what, I feel, this is so bad. I saw it on my Snapchat and my Instagram when he passed. And I was like, I ain't never, I ain't never heard him a damn in my life. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went on his Instagram and I looked, and I heard a song he had with, uh, PG, that Cops and Robbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started listening. I listened to his whole album, and I was like, "Damn, I ain't never heard this man before." This young nigga can really rap, though. He's coming up for real. You know what I'm saying? He's most definitely coming up. But that's what I'm saying. We got to start. We got to start. For one, we got to start protecting our artists, and for two, we got to start like when people get in a position where their music is blowing. We got to make sure that they don't do no stupid ass shit because a lot of people getting locked up as well, man. People getting locked up for stupid, petty ass, old school street beef. Like, bro, you at a point where you have potential to fucking put South Carolina on the map and you worried about a fucking nigga that you had beef with in high school about some stupid ass shit. Like, come on now. But, you know, a lot of people have to be more consistent as well, man. It, it just even go to the bigger trap being an artist, man. A lot of artists got to understand, man. Once you start doing music, man, you need to leave the streets alone, man. Exactly. All this shit going to drag you down, man. That's what I'm saying. But it's, up to, it's what people know. The circles will notice that, too, man. Yeah. If if the people in your circle are immature, you're gonna, they ain't going to steal you the right way. For sure. It's, it's always about who you surround yourself with, you know? you know. That's why a lot of artists be keen caught up with bullshit. But then, do, but we look at, but do we look at it as a respect thing? Like, what you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, in hip-hop culture, especially nowadays, a lot of people don't get respect unless you didn't been in jail, unless you didn't shy somebody, or, you know what I'm saying? Unless you, didn't, unless you didn't vouch for these things. Like, we respect Youngboy so much because we know for a fact he's what he raps about. He is a straight, you know what I'm saying? He a, he a real dude. And then, um, what's the dude's name? Um... Uh. Corvette, Corvette. You're talking about um, Hunt, Papa Hunt, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Papa Hunt. His career got ended because of what happened when he was a kid. Which, in my personal opinion, I understand we did for certain reasons, but we look at as a if you're a street dude, we have to see street activities. But we I have to see that you killed somebody, we shot somebody, you sold dope. You have to see it, and that's stupid in my opinion. But I feel like your city gonna vouch for you. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. You don't have to be like, oh, okay, I got a name about myself. Now I gotta. Now I gotta shoot somebody just just to show the world. Like your city gonna vouch for you. If your city know you a street nigga and your and you respectable in the streets, then your city. Then your city. But, but that, that's that's the biggest problem. though, is the city though, because a lot of niggas stand city in the city. Ain't gonna like you. And you know, we know South Carolina. It's a lot of small cities. It ain't no. It ain't a lot of metropolitan areas outside Columbia, Greenville, and goddamn Charleston. Other than that, these small country ass cities, everybody know each other. It's hard anyway. Everybody know each other. That crab and barrel mentality uh, elevated times twenty. You know what I'm saying? Man. The niggas be in the city. You ain't got the city eat. gonna be their downfall. I said once once you get a certain amount of money, nigga, move the fuck out your city. Or you still come back and visit and shit, bro. But goddamn, bro, the city gonna be your downfall, especially in South Carolina. Cause these niggas kill kill your five cent. These niggas don't give a fuck, especially young niggas. Yeah, nigga, I got no like Boosie, Boosie said it first, man. He said, he said every other city in the country gonna love you, but 
your city is a city that's gonna hate you the most. Like when you look at rappers, they die in their city. Like Nip died in his city. X died in his city. Because everybody, because you're gonna have that, that stigma like, dang, bro, I rap too. Why that can't be me? It wasn't your time. Or you don't have that, you don't have that sound that caught everybody's ear. You can't be mad at the next man because he know what he was doing. That, but my thing is, man, you ain't got to prove shit to nobody, man. Because at the end of the day, you go to you, your ass, cause for one, your ass going to get caught. It's no motherfucking way around it. You going to get caught. So my thing is, you might as well just damn, because you you fucking up your career now. Now your, your family's still at square one. You you in jail being somebody butt buddy. So it's like, bro. <laughs> Just goddamn do your thing. If your if, if your music hard, for one, nobody nobody outside of South Carolina is gonna know if you a real street nigga or not. You ain't gotta prove that shit to nobody. Cause if your music hard, motherfuckers automatically gonna be like, oh yeah, he a street nigga. I could throw on some fucking uh, some hood ass attire and, and and make some music and say I'm gonna shoot a nigga in his face. I'm gonna shoot a grandma house. But if I'm coming off, if I'm if if I'm making people feel me, if I'm coming on that beat like on some. I really, I'm really shooting a nigga grandma house. I'm really shooting a nigga mama house. Niggas gonna believe that I'm a street nigga. And all three of y'all know I am not a street nigga. But I promise you, if I get on a beat and say I'm a and, and make y'all feel me about that shit, bro, y'all gonna the masses, the masses, I'm gonna automatically assume this shit because they don't really exactly. do their research and they don't care to do their research. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, man, I'm praying for all these South Carolina artists, man. Get ready to get a little, man. Exactly, oh, man. With something, something got to give in South Carolina, man. For real, South Carolina got too many talented artists for us not to be like up there with like Atlanta or fucking, you know, New York. Like we damn near letting North Carolina about to pass us up. They got J Cole, the baby. Who else? Uh, um, Tusi. Tusi, yeah, exactly. Stunner, Stunner. They got hell of it. Yeah, more Ray nigga. Yeah, they got. Right. Ain't no way we, we don't. don't we ain't got none of our artists. And I don't like how motherfuckers from North Carolina was, was was you know, trying to be on this old Carolina shit, Carolina shit. But then y'all really not going hard for motherfuckers. Because let's be real. The baby know a lot of artists in South Carolina, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why are we not promoting these motherfuckers, man? Baby really put on for, um, I feel like he put on for South Carolina. Like, I feel like he kind of low-key made South Carolina, a lot of artists from South Carolina pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of people didn't really know who Zach was, but he got, you know what I'm saying, him and the baby got into that, you know, they got cool, and then, boom, he was popular. Yeah, but I also... Yeah, I don't like the baby, but he, he, he could get them. But I feel like, I feel like, man, you gotta, you gotta go back to your roots and bring them people up, too, man. Like, you gotta look at, you know... Like, I, I, can, I, I know, I know for sure the baby... And knows motherfuckers like that's rapping right now locally that hasn't blown up yet. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta keep on putting them people on, man. Like I understand them people wasn't in your circle when you first started, but man. But not the rappers not like that though, man. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers, motherfuckers get that money and they just forget about everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's how it always is. That's why I like, honestly, I ain't gonna cap, and I tell everybody this, like, I like when the baby wasn't mainstream. Like, I like when, like, some people knew him, but, like, not a lot of people knew him. But I want people to make it at the end of the day, but I also don't want people to turn their back on their city and the people that, you know, in the surrounding But city. shit, yeah, I don't think he turned his back on Charlotte. He just don't go for my soccer alone. 
Yeah. He signed that niggas out of Charlotte. Only only person he took out of South Carolina was Jetson. Exactly. And I feel like I feel like Jetson doing the best he can as a producer to, you know, put people on, but it's only but so much he can do, you know, as a producer. What, I mean, I give I think we should give a, a little bit of credit to so PG for Jetson, Because I don't know, I from the outside looking in, you knew who I knew who Jetson was. Through PG, like without PG, I don't think I would have known who Jess was. But then you know he got that with the baby, so I feel like out of maybe because I'm from here that Jetson was put on by PG, and that's honestly, but that's how I really want to see because he got a sound to him. But honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Like if you really, if you really go back to the history of 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 Jetson, man, Jetson really been like popping since like I was in like my freshman year of high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, Justin always had, like, little hits that would blow up. Like, he got a song, like, with 21, you know, Gucci, like, Migos. Like, yeah, Nudie. Yeah, I didn't listen to old Nudie song. I said, damn, this is a Justin beat. Exactly. And I feel like people, <laughs> I feel like people really don't pay attention to it until, like, it's a, it's a mainstream song. Like, the only reason, like, Justin kind of, like, I guess blew up. I always felt like Justin was big. You know, ever since, you know, I was younger, I always felt like Justin was big in my eyes. It wasn't even, like, you know, because he from my city, I just always thought he was big. But I feel like you had a mainstream song, and then he kept having mainstream songs with his name behind it. So it was like, and then if you, your producer has a catchy tagline, then it's like, okay, you know, but. Yeah, that junk is hard. I ain't gonna lie. That junk is hard. So, man, before we move on to the next topic, everybody name their favorite soccer Carolina artist right now. DJ, go. Favorite South Carolina artist right now. Um, I probably say I probably say PG. What about you, still? As of right now. Have to go with Blessed. Say hard. Well, me personally, I'm gonna go double E, man. Straight up, with me, man. Say I'm gonna throw another one out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Counter up there because Counter hard as hell. Counter, Counter what a K. Counter gonna give me lit hell. I ain't gonna lie. Man, it's a lot of artists, man. I don't even want to just settle with just one because man, you got PG. We'll put a list. Matter of fact, we'll drop a list, man. Probably on our Instagram or something, man. Top yeah. artists, South Carolina artists too, right now. It's a lot of it's a lot of good South Carolina artists. Man, I ain't gonna count. I just looked them up. I just looked up some of the artists. I be forgetting from South Carolina. Exactly. They don't see it, but I be
And I don't know why the fuck they going so hard during Black History Month. They could have did this shit in January. They could have they could have waited till motherfucking March, nigga. You're not gonna do this shit during our motherfucking month, nigga. I don't want nothing white in my motherfucking month this month. White people, I'm not saying I don't fuck with y'all. Y'all cool and all. But if it's Black History Month, man, I celebrate Black History all year. But this is this is a specific month that I don't want no white shit. I want everything to be black. <laughs> I don't even want black. white rice. Exactly. I want I want yellow brown rice. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great. When you look at it. You look at it from a standpoint of this is one of the big things I hate that women say niggas ain't shit. That's just shit. Uh, let's let's dive into it. See, I see you lean back. Let's dive into it. <laughs> the thing I hate about the, the word niggas ain't shit is just stupid to me because what I'm hearing is you were hurt by this one black dude, and then your friends that hyped it up and said, mm. He wasn't the one anyway, girl. I told you, like, no, you didn't. He was in your face too, and you was over there. Oh, I like y'all. Like, come on now. And then you, you think just because you go to a different race that you that you gonna have, you know, lustful and happiness and all that. Which, mind you, I have no problem with white people. I have no problem with interracial dating. My best friend, his mother is white, his father is black. But when you also look at it, like, what are you? You think that you're gonna get something just because it's a different skin color, but like that dude from the uh, Seahawks beat his girl and asked her, "You're still alive?" That is a white man putting his hands on a black woman. Now, as a black man, I feel so disrespected because I am the man who's advocate for. I'm not a fan of domestic violence. That shit is lame. And as black men, right. I feel like man. We all should have just went to his house and jumped him. Like, we should have beat that man for putting his hands on a black woman. And not just for not just for her, but like just for any black woman that's put been put their hands on by a man. You know, so stop stop having that connotation in your mind that just because oh he black, no niggas ain't shit. Let me go, let me go get a white man. What what they're saying is once you go white, your credit get right. That's stupid. I got good credit. Kind of. <laughs> I got good credit. Like, stop having that mindset. Man. Stop, stop degrading your own type, your own, you know what I'm saying, your own fellow con, your own black man. Like, do not degrade him. Because I'm not going to degrade you. If another dude do it, I'm going to tell him, I'm check him, like, yo, don't set it up. Oh, that's disrespectful to us woman. That's just from home training. So stop blaming. Don't put us all in the same category because you had one mistake with one man. One man made your whole life change because he hurt you. Oh, it's okay, baby. It's a life. Everybody's might hurt you once or twice in your life. Get over it. You're gonna find love, I promise. Yeah, I did, man. I don't and then and then one thing another thing that pissed me off is this one girl, she was on Twitter and she was just like she she had made the post and then I forgot what somebody said. He was just like he was like, Come on now, or some shit like that. Like, and she was like Hold on, let me find it. Let me let me let me come correct. I'm, if I'm gonna come, let me come correct. You know how they are. You need facts when you speak. You know what I'm saying? Cause they gonna they gonna drag you. He I'm said he drag. said during he said during Black History Month, and then she got a nerve to say he is black. He's just light skinned Duh. I said this is a white man. What the fuck is you talking about? Just cause he has a beard and a fucking buzz cut. 
like uh, in a nice ass, a nice ass cut, that does not mean he's he's black. This is a white man. I'm trying to do it from Euphoria. No, we talking about this motherfucker from the Chiefs. Oh, nah, they did that twice. They did it from the dude from Euphoria, the white dude who sold drugs in Euphoria. The show. They did that. I saw that exact same thing about him. You got the nerve to say he 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 black. That man is not black. He might got cut that by a black man. Changing. She was like, he's just light skinned. No, he is white skinned. Like, you know, I feel the same way. I'm co-signing y'all boys on this one, man. Like, I feel like, man, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, man. Not being not dating a black person, period, for men and women. That shit to me anti-black. You know what I'm saying? Anti-black love. That's the most anti-black you can get. But you know what I'm saying, man? Like, I feel like why y'all listen over white men? But y'all get mad when dudes pop out white girls. I ain't saying that right either. But you know, can't have cake and eat it too. So. I need all my sisters to get right, man. It's Black History Month, man. We fighting for Black Power. We educating the Black masses, man. We celebrating Black History, celebrating our lineage, man. So leave that cocker alone. Word, man. But shit, man. They don't end our topics for the week. Uh, thank you for self coming on the episode, man. We've got to cover any topics. You know how we do end the episode every week. We do plugs, man. Plug a black business, black artist, black book, anything you want to plug. But I'm going to go ahead with my plug. Man, I got a book for y'all to read because I'm big on educating the black masses during the month of Black History Month. Um, Ready for the Lit Revolution, the Life and Struggles of Stokely Carmichael, Kwame Ray. If you don't know the history of Stokely Carmichael, he was a very great um, civil rights activist um, during the 1960s where he transitioned to the um, being the prime minister of the Black Panther Party, then tra- transitioned to being one of the a plain African socialist, one of the greatest black activists in history. And just speaking on his life, um, he wrote this shortly before he died. You know, his biography, Ready for the Revolution, A Life of Struggle, Stoli Carmichael, Kwame Ture. So, man, y'all like Bush, y'all like reading, y'all like education, man. Go read that, DJ. What's your plug for the week? Well, I mean, man, speaking of education, man, my plug is my university, Clapham University. That's my plug. Shout out to them. They did say we was going to go the whole semester with no breaks. And they gave us, and they giving us tomorrow off, and I'm happy for that. So, shout out to my HBCU top ten HBCU, the best HBCU in the state of South Carolina, the oldest HBCU in the state of South Carolina, the best HBCU in the world, Claflin University, in Orangeburg, South Carolina. If you if you are still in high school watching this episode and you thinking about attending the HBCU, you need to attend Claflin University. My HBCU, the best HBCU in the motherfucking land. Man, listen, man. I don't, I don't know what that boy talking about, man. He's talking right now, man. I'm the one, the best, the best HBCU in the state of South Carolina in the world is the illustrious, emphasize what I said, the illustrious South Carolina State University, man. Um, if you want to, if you football player, you will get drafted out of here. <laughs> Darius Leonard, we had two players in the Super Bowl. Uh, we, 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 we good like that. But uh, my plug is, and my plug is simple, man. If you ever see somebody, this is Black History Month. If you see somebody out there hustling, trying to get their product out there, I don't care if they sell a t shirt, you know what I'm saying? It's good quality, don't get me wrong. Good quality, or you see somebody selling lotion, or you see somebody selling panels, support them, man. Because at the end of the day, it don't even matter if you buy it from them, take a picture of their card, tag them in an Instagram post. You know what I'm saying? Let them be seen because Black Twitter and Black people, we are the most influential people in the Everybody follows our wave and our culture. Just empower each other. You know what I'm saying? Not just this month, but every month. 
Word, man. So, man, y'all know how to also be in the episode, man. You can give you something to chew on for the next week. We get full without a quote. So, you got a quote you want to leave with the people? Man, I'm a, I'm a, my quote simple, man. My quote is, let your worst day be your best day. So, if it's, that, if it's one of those days that you're just not feeling it, and you just, everything not working, working in your favor for that day, man, just listen. Take a sit back, breathe a little bit. And they gonna get better, I promise you. So let you don't let your worst let your worst day be your best day. For sure, for sure. And uh yeah, y'all son the true on uh, my my quote, my food for thought is anything lost can be regained and anything that can be gained can be lost. So always remember that just because you lost it, that don't mean you can't find it again. And just because you have it, that don't mean you won't lose it. So just always remember that, man. That's my food for thought, Cameron. I'm gonna get y'all the food for that from uh, the great Fred Hampton man. He got a movie on um, sort of kind of about his life coming out Friday. The Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, he was the chairman of the um, Black Panther um, Party for Self Defense um, of the chapter in um, Chicago. So I'm gonna leave y'all with a quote from Fred Hampton man. Pull it up, man. We're gonna fight capitalism with socialism. Socialism is the people. If you're afraid of socialism, you're afraid of the people. So, man, y'all go support that movie, man. Shout out to the great Fred Hannah Long Live, him, man. But it's a Think About It podcast, and we out of here. Peace.